0: Do you want to build a product with the best possible uh, customer experience and uh, create a seamless experience for them? Uh, Are you wondering how you can create products uh, that customers love? Uh, Watch this podcast till the end uh, to learn more about user journey mapping and how you can delight your customers.
1: Welcome to our podcast, Everything Product. We talk about insights on latest technology with product mindset. I'm Sid Saladi. I work as a product manager for Best Buy. Hey
0: everyone, this is Srinath. I work as a product ops manager at Twilia.
1: Yeah. So this uh, podcast um, started uh, as an experiment four months back uh, and uh, we have received a lot of uh, love from you guys. So thanks a lot for all the love and support. So we have uh, close to 14,000 minutes of watch time and uh, it's been uh, so great to see you guys enjoy the content here. So I'd say if you have not subscribed already, please uh, hit the subscribe button and you know, that'll encourage us to create more and more exciting content. Srinath, do you want to add anything?
0: No, definitely. i uh, really pumped with the amount of uh, support and love that we have been getting, uh, in this journey so far, and it's just been four months. And another statistic which I want to also highlight is the reach. Uh, we have reached uh, approximately in fourteen different countries, so which is pretty exciting. Um, and we have been listed in top uh, twenty five in the category content as well. So pretty excited uh, towards there in twenty twenty three. I mean there's a lot of exciting content that's going to come and uh, we I highly appreciate uh, when you continue to support us and uh, subscribe to our channel uh, everything product
1: yeah and also the same uh, from funny funny is actually uh, on a vacation so he's not able to join us but yeah we three are you know kind of uh... Very happy to uh, receive so much of support from you guys. Yeah, so let's get maybe started with our uh, uh, this week's uh, topic here. So we have user journey maps. I'd say user journey maps are a very critical piece of um, uh, any product. And also that helps us uh, figure out pain points and all of that stuff. So uh, we'll get started with the topic and I would maybe start with a quick question here. Uh, uh, Srinath, so did... Uh, What do you, like, have you used Usage AnyMaps before and what what was your um, uh, experience with them?
0: Yes. So this is one of my favorites. uh, And uh, I've used that in uh, many instances in the past. Uh, I mean, it really helps uh, you to understand what the customer problem that you're trying to solve, what are their goals, and figuring out how you can help solve the customer problem or reach their goals. So it's a very useful framework for anyone who wants to, I mean, understand uh, what the new features that we need to uh, launch for the customer. How do you solve the customer pain point, uh, and how do you reduce the customer friction in whatever experience uh, I mean they are in? So there are a number of different use cases that this is can be used. So yeah, no, pretty excited about this. I mean, what do you think, Sidhu? And I'm sure you might have uh, used this as well.
1: Yeah, so as you're talking, right, uh, removing friction, reducing the pain points and all. I remember of this quote from Steve Jobs, like he says, right, I think it's in a uh, Mac Mac, uh, presentation somewhere where he says, you have to got to start uh, with the uh, customer experience and work uh, back towards technology not the other way around so that's i think that's a really good way of saying how products could be built in a really better way so i'll also maybe we'll add the link to that video into the description so that people can watch that but i would say customer journey map is a tool set that will help us you know get some of those pain points out of the overall journey and you know make it more smooth and easy for that uh, so maybe let's do it this way, uh, Srinad. So Should we like break it down into different steps and then um, you know uh, do back and forth and you know go through these steps and you know also share our experience on how the user journey map works. Does that sound good? Yep. Okay,
0: yep. that makes sense.
1: Yeah. So I would say uh, there there could be diff- lot of different ways to do user journey maps, but you know maybe let's see what would be ideal steps which we could uh, get through and you know create a user journey map here i think um, uh, i'll list down the steps now the first is defining a persona then identifying what the user goals are then map out the different steps in the user journey then identify the emotions and thoughts of the uh, user and identify the pain points of the user and then maybe create the uh, user journey map uh, uh, with all of the data above So let's maybe start with the first step here, right? Define a persona. So how do you uh, define a persona? So your thoughts, uh, Srinath.
0: Yeah, no. uh, So uh, defining persona is nothing but understanding who is your customer. I mean, what are the behaviors uh, that they generally... I mean, have like, what? what is the gender, What are what is their age, what are their preferences, hobbies, and what do they generally care about, for instance, when they're purchasing a product. So it's just understanding about your customer segment in detail, because at the end, you are trying to solve uh, the problem for that unique customer segment and understanding the customer behavior needs and what they care about is really important when you're mapping this uh, journey. So that's what I would say. Anything that you want to add?
1: Yeah. So I think um, that brings up a really good point, right? So a a journey map for a teenager might look different. You know, imagine a person wants to buy a gift, right? A teenager might want to buy something different than maybe a grandmother who wants to buy something different, right? So I think uh, each of the user would have their own preferences, their own frustrations and their own uh, Uh, pain points and i think solving for a specific customer will uh, help us create value for that specific customer if we don't have a persona in mind and you know make it more general the more general it is the more difficult it is to understand what the specific pain points are and is it solving their need or not so i think uh defining a persona would be the first step to do it and as you said right it could be done in multiple different ways where you have uh, you know it could be defined by the age gender behavior spending habits and all of that stuff and i've also yes. done personas where we were giving names to the personas like joe or you know uh yes. or my name said and uh, you maybe like if it's a carpenter right you um, uh, put the picture of a person who is similar to doing that job or if it's a soccer mom you know you you have that image so that if anybody who's working not in that, in that um, uh, for that product could imagine what the uh, person exactly. is it, right and you know kind of fit into the shoes of the person to imagine how he would approach or buy something like that 100%
0: yeah because can't agree with that more I mean, especially it's very important for customers to relate. I mean, is this product for me? And also, I mean, as a product manager, I mean, one thing you need to think of, you cannot build a product that serves everyone's needs. So you need to be uh, focused. Uh, you need to understand who's your customer. For instance, let's take an example, right? Like you have Instagram. Instagram, I mean, you can assume that's prime probably for population or people around maybe 15 to maybe 35. But I don't think like, like a 60-year-old a uh, person would use Instagram as much. So when you're trying to uh, launch some, any features with an Instagram, you need to understand that this is your customer segment. So you can accordingly figure out a plan to solve that customer goals. So yeah, no, definitely one of the very important first steps that people need to know.
1: Yeah, that's right. So maybe let's, I'll, I'll share one persona Srinath, so that people can understand how personas are defined. So let me share my screen real quick. Example where we were talking about, right? Naming your persona. And uh, this is an example of a persona who actually wants to buy food online. So there could be multiple different people, but we are saying specifically what this person is, right? This person is a food lover, but also has dietary requirements and kind of uh, uh, you know, and we also mention requirements of Gluten free food, uh, you know, uh, shops weekly, and you know she does a midweek shop to the uh, grocers, uh, local grocery store, and all of that stuff. So based on this, we could basically build a user journey map and remove any pain points or friction that she has while doing that purchase that comes in the way of purchase. So just wanted to show this as an example so that you know people understand how do personas look like.
0: Yes, no, that's a very good way of putting together.
1: Yeah, so let's move so, to the next step here, uh, Srinath. The next next step is basically identifying user goals. So thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, oh, that's another uh, key uh, step that uh, people uh, need to be aware. I mean, it's basically understand what your customer goals are. What are they trying to achieve with your feature? For instance, let's take an example from you just shared, Amy. Way where she's trying to shop around uh, food, uh, which is suitable for her needs, which means to restrictions. So the goal that you're trying to solve here is, I mean, how do you create an experience for Amy so she can get that food uh, very easily in the most seamless way possible? Uh, similarly, I mean, take an example of, well, like, like an earlier example like Instagram. Uh, how when what is this user trying to achieve for instance probably user is more interested in kind of um, using like various camera features like boomerang that kind of features Uh, so trying to how do you understand that goal and create a unique experience after understanding the goal and anything that you want to add Siddharth?
1: Yeah I think um, uh, every user that comes to a, maybe an e-commerce site right has a goal right like maybe a person might be uh, searching for furniture a person might be searching for a christmas gift a person might be a discounted uh, discount price shopper who's just looking for discount so i think defining the goals will help us understand the user again better and also uh, make make the experience much easier
0: Yes, and you, you need to have a very, uh, I mean, goal which you can measure. So that's very important as well, because that's how you can measure your customer. I mean, once you launch your feature, uh, that's how you measure your like, I mean, product success, customer satisfaction scores, and whatever it is. So it's very important to understand the goal uh, before you start the, trying to solve the problem. So never jump into user uh, mapping before understanding the goal. I mean, yeah, so that's one thing
1: I would say. Yeah, and also maybe an example would be, right, where we are trying to make it easy for users to pay for things where they find online, right? So I think Amazon is famous for that, where they have this one-click feature, right? So I think uh, implementing that actually increase the number of people uh, abandoning their carts or, you know, thinking to buy or not because it actually makes it frictionless to buy things.
0: Exactly. I mean, I think Amazon did an awesome job there. For instance, uh, if it's the same customer, I mean, if most of the customer's information is already there, for instance, the billing payment uh, preference probably is most likely uh, the customer wants to use the same one. For instance, let's take an Amazon Prime card, right? Like, so if a customer has an Amazon Prime Visa card, that means most likely they bought that to make purchases with an Amazon. And that would be probably built they're they like by default payment method. And also, I mean, the shipping address most likely, unless it's an apartment or even if it's an apartment, most likely it's not gonna, I mean, change a month over month. So having that uh, information already stored within Amazon, I think Amazon was able to build this exceptional feature which reduces a lot of customer friction because customer just clicks one button. It by default picks up the default shipping address, building address, payment method, and just delivers your order. So it makes it so easy. So you kind of solve a very big customer problem there.
1: Yeah, that's right. I think that's also a great example of laying out the customer journey and figuring out uh, how can we make it as frictionless and as painless as possible for the customer to get to what he wants to.
0: 100%. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, once we do that, uh, we have a goal in mind, maybe the next step would be something like mapping out what are the uh, actual steps in the process, right? So yes. should we like maybe do an uh, example here, Srinath and uh, see how that goes through as, as we uh, you know uh, look at this. So let's maybe take an example yes. of a person who is want to wanting to buy a gift for his friend for Christmas, right? So uh, this is Christmas, uh, uh, you know, season, right? So let's do that. The the motivation here would be uh, a person wants to buy a Christmas gift for a friend. And uh, maybe the person goes in and searches on the website for Christmas gifts or something like that. Then there uh, comes a list of websites, right? Which which have Christmas gifts. And uh, once maybe she clicks on one website based on the brand she likes or, you know, which she has purchased before and then she goes in and uh, browses the site. Once she browses the site, uh, she maybe filters it with price, right? She she might be more sensitive towards price or, you know, she might want deals and all of that stuff. Once she does that, then she evaluates the product and maybe finalizes on one, then does the checkout and does the payment and then receives the overall package so that's the steps which are involved in the customer map so you did you like did did you experience anything while working for a team which you had to build for a specific scenario
0: yeah no uh, yes so in my previous experience, uh, when I was uh, working uh, in building like payment features for customers, so they can use to purchase uh, with an Amazon. So I worked with uh, like few features which will which which we wanted to reduce the customer friction. For instance, uh, some of the features which we created was how do customers can how can customers seamlessly add new payment methods uh, within the, their account. So they can use that to purchase uh, any products an Amazon. Uh, so, so we created various experiences. And uh, when we were trying to create that experience for uh, customers, uh, we did a lot of uh, user uh, journey mapping, customer interviews, and all that stuff for, uh, to understand what is that experience, what are the steps that we need to do. At the same time, not create more steps, uh, create very simple, easy and maybe even a single page experience. How do you do all that and help solve the customer problem or goal, which is nothing but, I mean, how they can make the purchase as easy as possible. So yes, uh, I've used that and it's been very helpful.
1: Perfect, yeah, sounds good. So um, I think uh, we could do it in multiple ways, but uh, I would say maybe there could be a combination of uh, things that we could do to build this, right? This user journey, like if I, I do shopping online. So I'm I know how this works and how do how I do searches. There could be products where we don't know what the different steps are. So we could either do customer interviews, as you said before. And maybe observe how the users behave to get to that action which you want. So these two ways we can figure out what are the different steps the per the person the persona performs to get to that final step of purchasing the product or uh, you know purchasing the service or doing a particular action. Yeah, yeah I great. know.
0: Few, yeah, I know. I know a few people use like what the usability testing, AB testing, uh, for instance. Uh, I mean, giving that um, the current or like the previous experience. And uh, engaging the customers in that previous experience and observing where the customers are experiencing friction, I mean, what they are not liking it and all that stuff. So I think we'll probably cover this later in one of our steps. Uh, yep, I think which right. we already mentioned. Yes. But yes, definitely.
1: Yeah, that's right. So that that that's a good segue into the next step, right? Where we identify the emotions and thoughts. So I'd say this is also very important, right? Because I think, yeah, we can get a lot of pain points, but getting people's emotions like are they frustrated agitated or all of that would capture the level of intensity intensity of the pain people have right there could be friction levels which people are okay with and they're like okay that's fine and there could be problems which people are really really frustrated right where maybe when i uh in in the previous journey which we are talking about right when i order a product i won't get it before christmas so that could be a very frustrating step to a person because he wants to gift it before a certain set of time so i think these are there could be some steps which the user is really frustrated about so identifying that and making sure we solve for that will make it more smooth and all what do you say
0: no exactly i mean under understanding the customer i mean the sentiment what do they care about is very important uh I mean, so you focus on the right ones. I mean, and also it's not only important uh, when you are doing this journey mapping. I think it will also be useful when you are doing your prioritization. I mean, right? Like for instance, when you are doing any prioritization exercise, you need to know what is a must have, nice to have, good to have, all that stuff, right? The way you can also easily define is understanding what is the biggest pain point from the customer, from the things that you are, uh, I mean, observing when you are doing the user journey mapping. So having, understanding the customer emotion and their sentiment, what do they care about will really help in you to finalizing those key ones so that you can later on use for prioritization exercise when you're building your product.
1: Yeah, That's a very good point, Sina. So I think we covered some of those in the uh, other podcasts like last week's podcast so anybody if you know you haven't watched that we covered a set of prioritization tools please go and watch that but I think that brings a very important point uh, and also it's a segue to the next topic uh, next step we have is identifying the pain points I think these two go hand in hand right where we say that okay I could collect thousands of pain points from the users but what are the pain points which I would act on so I would say I would maybe prioritize by the intensity of the pain, as we were talking before, like the person is really, really frustrated with that step and also the level of impact, right? So this specific step is being experienced by 80% of your users. So 80% of your users are fe- uh, facing this pain point. And also they are like frustrated to the peaks at this point. I think that automatically puts this specific pain point, which we collected, to the top of the bucket where we have to solve to make the overall experience better. So I think uh, identifying pain, uh, what do you say? Uh, identifying the emotions and thoughts and also identifying pain points all go hand in hand while uh, uh, making it easy for the users on the customer journey map. So in, uh, a, any yeah. any examples or do you want to add anything, Srinath? Yeah, no,
0: definitely. To a plus one to what all uh, you just said, I mean, when you're doing, for instance, uh, when one is doing this exercise, what I would suggest is, I mean, you yourself, just like, I mean, get that experience. If you are the customer trying to purchase a product with an Amazon, let's take an example, right? So try to go through that experience yourself as well to understand, I mean, to understand what the customer pain is, I mean, you as a customer, as well as validating against what customer said. So that way you get to know you get to that pain point and you understand that and that will be really helpful when later on when during your product development phase when I mean, you're trying to build that feature. So yes, understanding the pain points are uh, very critical and uh, uh, so you are creating a best customer experience as possible.
1: Yeah. So also I, I would, I'll, I'll take another example here, right? While I think um, uh, Grubhub and Uber Eats and all of these guys like who are doing f- uh, food delivery, Uh, while they're initially building their app, they had, I think, a lot of these problems where uh, a person would order from the um, uh, restaurant, Uh, the driver would either come in, but it's it's hard for the driver to find parking to basically go in and get that uh, um, uh, delivery order. So that, that was one of the pain points. And once he gets that, directions were the pain points. And maybe once he re- receive, uh, gets to that uh, the customer's house, finding his place is a problem sometimes. And also when the food is delivered, right, sometimes it might not be hot and all of that. So these were the initial problems That were identified while building these apps. And as the experience got better and better, all of these got solved. And I would say now the experience, even though it's not great, it is better than it was previously. Right. Now you know that you'll at least if you have ordered something online, I think 99% of the time you'll actually get that order, right? And it's also hot, or you know, at least in a good condition that you can consume that.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, I've seen, for instance, when I think DoorDash was initially launched I place an order, and I recently made an order a couple of weeks back, I could see the experience, I mean, the difference in experience. I mean, I felt like it was more than 50 to 60% improvement in terms of experience I myself faced. Uh, I think probably they gathered a lot of the customer pain points probably through their surveys, ratings, different forums. I mean, probably that really helped them to create their own what that user journey mapping is so they can create an overall uh, better experience
1: for users. Yeah. I mean, talking about um, delivery, um, India, I think uh, the service industry is like booming so much. There are so many startups around this space in India, Uh, especially, you know, when I was in Hyderabad, I was like, seeing 10 minute grocery I was like shocked like how can they even deliver something in 10 minutes um, exactly. you know where I used to order something go to the restroom come out and by the time I'm out they, I, I used to get that order so that's like so amazing that people are working on so many things you know and you know they're making the experience more and more easier yes,
0: so much innovation happening in that space I mean I mean especially see, when I see I, I felt the same when I was in India as well that experience like where were like, and there were like many apps which are. I felt like competing, for instance, there was eight minutes, there was 10 minutes, there was 15 minutes. So it was like, you don't need to even step out. And there was so much innovation happening, trying to solve the key customer problem, which is how can their customer get that in their doorsteps without even stepping out. And so they can save time and traffic congestion and all this stuff, which is in, a lot in India where they can spend probably an hour, hour and a half getting that versus getting that in 10 minutes.
1: Uh, at your doorsteps yeah so even like there are uh, apps or services or you know companies for crazy things I've seen uh, there's an app where when you go to a pub outside and get drunk and if you want um, a driver you can order you know you can basically book a service where the person comes in picks, picks your car uh, drives you to your house and then leaves and that's crazy and there's also yes. service apps for Uh, You know, if you want to get something repaired, right? Bathroom repair, there's somebody who who will come in. The massages, they will come in. And I think for each and everything, if you want to, maybe uh, you prepared something for your friend and give it uh, it to them, you need not go, right? There's a person who will come and pick it up. So there's so much innovation going on in the service space and customer journey map is the most important thing uh, for that. uh, Any of these uh, uh, apps which are being developed. So yes. that gets to our last part, Srinath. So I think we use all of these steps to create a customer journey map, which is steps, emotions, pain points. And once we have it, I think that's when we look at what can we solve and make the overall process smooth, right? So I think um, uh, there are also some tips, right? Do you want to cover tips for uh, creating an effective user journey map?
0: We covered a lot of uh, the stuff uh, the kind of, um, and the steps that you mentioned. I mean, I think there are various tools out there uh, in the market. For instance, there is InVision, there is Figma, there is HubSpot. There is various tools which already have like a lot of like default templates. So one doesn't need to create from scratch. I mean, obviously people can create from scratch. They can just, uh, I mean, they can basically just create on their own in a simple I mean, any like PowerPoint and uh, that stuff as well. But what I want to just throw out is that there are various tools that already exist, which they can leverage. And if they can take our steps that we mentioned today, um, that the top five steps and create a map, um, I use any map, I think um, that probably is the easiest way, but definitely, yes, we can uh, discuss one.
1: Yeah, that's right. So I think um, a very good point, right? So it's not necessary we have to restrict ourselves to using a tool like Miro or something like that. There are multiple. I, I have done customer journey maps and PowerPoint. I've done customer journey maps using Miro or, you know, Envision and all, all the di- different things. But I think the whole, whole and sole purpose of a customer journey map is to make it as simple as possible and uh, make it easy for the users to read. Uh, and maybe we'll cover some... Uh, effective tips or some things to create this right should we do that uh, so yes yeah so uh, covering the tips right I would say I'll add a couple and maybe you're also you also add a couple of tips after that I'd say the first and foremost thing is make sure it is simple as possible because the more complicate you, complicated you make it the more it is difficult to understand right so the main goal is to everybody in the team to understand it and maybe create solutions based on that. So make it as simple as uh, possible. Uh, and second tip I would give is use visuals, right? So people, it, it shouldn't be something like a, uh, you know, a, a plain uh, drawing, which you have somewhere, right? So make it visually appealing so that people actually feel that they are walking through with the customer through that user journey. So make it more and more visual. Do you want to add anything, anything else for that?
0: Yeah, no, definitely plus one to what you just mentioned. Uh, so in addition to that, I can think of like making it actionable, right? So when you're trying to uh, understand the pain points, you need to come up with kind of, uh, I mean, the features or strategies on how you can solve your, the customer's goal. So making it actionable and measuring art, it will be really helpful. And the other one, which I would also say is, I mean, make it, I mean, shareable, I mean, for instance, I mean, how when you create a journey map, I mean, you need to make sure you bring all the stakeholders aligned on your journey map, because it's not just you alone building the feature. I mean, you will be working with so many peers, like the engineering teams or technical program management teams in building that feature. So you need to make sure it's as easy as possible to share across the groups. So they really understand the big picture that you're trying to solve. And third thing, which I can also think of is, I mean, scalable. So when you're trying to build a feature, how can you scale this uh, across? I mean, maybe not just like customer segments, maybe to, for instance, let's take marketplaces. For instance, when you launch a feature uh, like Instagram, right? Like, How do you make it available not only in US, but also um, launch in Europe? I mean, by incorporating their unique needs, how can you create something which can be easily scalable? Uh, I, I should not be in a position where I'm building a new Instagram in Europe and again, building a new Instagram in India. How can I take the existing one and scale it? I mean, what do you think, Siddharth? Do you want to add
1: anything? Take- yeah. <laughs> so you are uh, bringing in your operations hat here. So that uh, you want to make things more scalable. Yeah, yeah. I think that that is also absolutely true, right? We don't want to reinvent the wheel every time. Uh, but, you know, also we want to cater towards those regional specific needs which the customers have. So I think making it more and more adaptable so that people can use the same, at least the common steps and uh, 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 interlace that with the, Uh, customer specifics for that region would, you know, be very helpful. So uh, one other thing I would also say is this is not like a one-time done task, right? So I I would say that this is an iterative approach. I might capture some points in the first iteration. Then as I, you know, talk to more customers, you know, see more things and iterate, uh, experiment, I would get more insights and, you know, make a better version of it. So I have never seen, Anybody get that right the first time? So it'll take three, four, sometimes even five or six iterations, and it keeps evolving. It's timeless, but uh, it, it it keeps evolving. We keep updating, and also because we all we all know customer preferences change all the time, and they change by season, they change by age, and all of that stuff. So I think the main mantra is to uh, iterate it and you know make it perfect as we get more and more information.
0: Exactly, there is always a scope for improvement, and I mean as we all know. Customers' preferences change, our technologies change, the accessibility change. So you need to continuously understand the key goals of the customer, I mean, which can change uh, I mean, pretty often. So trying to make sure the whatever you create, the experience is as relevant as possible, as frictionless as possible, and as easy as, as possible for customers to use your product
1: yeah and also maybe one other example is right uh, maybe target and all of these e-commerce uh, you know uh, brick and mortar e-commerce uh brick, brick and mortar and e-commerce stores might have had a customer journey before covid but everything was all proven wrong when covid hit right where people were not able to go out to their houses there were more drive-ups pickups and all of that stuff so they had to change a lot of things so i think that's an example perfect example of how customer preferences change and how we have to adapt it to make sure we meet the customer preferences. So, yes, yeah, perfect. I think it was a really good uh, conversation, Srinath. So, um, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening.
0: Yep, thanks, everyone. I mean, uh, do wait for 2023. We have a lot of exciting content uh, to come. I mean, yeah, looking forward to I mean, uh, see you all soon.